Welcome, Freedom Pact. I am Joe Newton. I'm with my host, Lewis Franielchik. This is the episode that we have all been waiting for. Our guest tonight is a man that has overcame extreme obstacles to get to where he currently is. At an early age, he was associating with the wrong people. He had gone six years without seeing his own mother. This was coinciding with the loss of his grandmother. At the same time, he decided that he wanted more for his life. He was UK born and he set his eyes upon getting a scholarship to play American football. And literally, he had to beg the admissions lady to let him onto the course. He didn't get the scholarship, unfortunately, and he ended up going to a British university. This adversity was compounded while whilst he was there, he discovered that he had dyslexia and he had ADD. But this didn't stop him from pursuing what he calls big dreams. Since then, he has gone on to become the UK's leading motivational speaker, speaking at prisons, schools, and also to individuals of influence. He was also the first member of his family to graduate from university, has represented Britain's national team in American football, and he also has a TEDx talk, which is pretty cool. So without any further ado, Cameron Parker, welcome to the Freedom Pack podcast. Wow. I, um, I don't think I've ever had such a great introduction. Um, <laughs> I, almost, I almost sound cool. You guys are amazing. And uh, everything you said was spot on as well. So sometimes yeah. people say stuff which isn't necessarily true. They bend the truth. And yeah. that, that, was, that was incredible. So thank you. Oh, brilliant, man. I appreciate that. So tell me, how's married life going so far? Oh, it's crazy because when we first kind of connected on um, LinkedIn and we had this kind of plan for a little while, I felt like a bit of a letdown because I had so much going on. I had the whole academic year kind of to wrap up. Also, obviously, as you know, I was getting married um, and also had uh, the honeymoon and stuff like that coming. So, yeah, it's all good. Nothing's changed. Everybody asks me all the time, what's changed since being married? And thankfully, nothing so far. <laughs> Man, um I was researching you and you have just a crazy story. I was listening to your TEDx talk and it seems like you've been through so much to get to that point. So if you wouldn't mind, can you just give us a run through and all our listeners on what's happened to get you to this point? Okay, um, obviously a, a long run through. I don't think I could even tell your listeners better than you just said it. <laughs> um, but I guess originally kind of happy families to begin with my dad my two brothers and my mother and then once they had a divorce kind of everything went a bit sideways from there and um it was a bit of a nasty divorce i guess and then at the age of 11 um after the, the divorce my uh, mother she uh, kicked me out at this point um so i went to live with my dad but he was uh he was working a huge amount um at that time right so that meant i had to spend quite a bit of time with my grandmother who essentially really kind of fulfilled that role as my mother um and she really taught me a lot she didn't have a lot but you should you could see that she had a big heart and she would literally do anything for us um 
so yeah so then as far as school education didn't go so well came out of school with four GCSEs and then around that same time my grandmother actually passed away so with that said I went off the rails um, I made a lot of mistakes and, and with making those mistakes I kind of realized a lot I discovered a lot about myself and I realized I wanted to turn things around and at that point I was playing American football because as I said in my TEDx talk um, that was a great way I could hurt people and not get arrested um, <laughs> so like for me that, that's what I used it for and then um, this opportunity came about when I started to turn my education around went to college got the best grade possible then ended up going to university and yeah at that point uh, my dream was to uh, go to America but even though that didn't happen I'm so thankful that I didn't go because if I did then I couldn't be doing what I'm doing now um, but yeah also discovered I had dyslexia apparently ADD as well attention deficit disorder and yeah here I am now so I'm about self-employed about two three years in um, and it's, it's really starting to take off now I'm probably talking close to say a hundred thousand people every single year so I'm extremely uh, blessed I've worked hard to be here but we've also got a very very long way to go so I'm far from accomplished at the moment fantastic man and one thing I really liked about your TEDx talk is that you talked about failing and it's no secret as you admit that you faced failures in your life university your t-shirt business when you're looking back on that with hindsight how powerful do you think failure is and is it important towards our success oh that's a that's a great question because in the beginning of that tedx talk what did i say i said my mentality was if i didn't try then I couldn't fail, yeah, yeah. but then I realized that not kind of trying is failing within itself, and that's the thing with today's mentality and today's mindset, what a lot of people carry is, is that they, they prefer not to try, because then they cannot look like a failure, or they don't want to be seen as that person who's making mistakes, or the person who just didn't make it happen at one time, but the reason why making mistakes, experiencing obstacles, challenges, and even failure is important, because in that process, Process, you learn so much more than you do than when you win essentially um, so you kind of learn from it and then you can kind of I guess develop yourself and create a new plan and try your absolute best to continue to move forward um, and obviously use that failure experience to your advantage yeah bro I love that and when I was uh, researching you I noticed on your website that you said that reading and writing was a huge part of your life so uh, for us personally, we are both big readers. We know that a lot of our listeners are as well. How important okay. do you think that reading is? Okay, is that, are you on a live call on Facebook as well? Okay, so when you see it, I'm, I'm literally just pointing to all my books on um, on Facebook at oh, the moment, wow. on the Facebook Live. Um, so when you guys got a second later, yeah, just go to my Facebook and you'll see kind of my book collection. Probably I would say four years ago, four or five years ago that book collection was probably about less than 10 books and now it, it, it's growing and the reason why I say it's important because for me it's really opened my mind to a wide range of different information but on also on top of that I wouldn't be the speaker I am today and what I mean by that is when I started speaking I had about 10 to 15 words in my vocabulary and that was literally it that was all I had and so to become the speaker I am I started to um 
practice as much as I possibly could. So when I was walking to uh, university, I was practicing in the gym. I was practicing in the shower. I was practicing <laughs> over and over again. Wow. And also, with, when the books come into this, is when I was reading, I was reading out loud, working on my speech, working on my vocabulary. Because at this point, I guess um, I wasn't very articulate. I still probably am not compared to some people. Um, but say every single year, there has been a, a definite growth in the way I say carry myself and the way I speak and that's definitely come down to reading and just really really working on my language and my body language and stuff like that um, but yeah more important than the actual knowledge of reading a book I would say is, is what's done it what's kind of helped me is with my reading and my writing more than anything and even the way I communicate on a daily basis I love that man and for us obviously reading is a big deal and I think when we were younger and we started to read, it opened our eyes to the possibility of being self-employed one day. And I know that was a big goal of yours from before you went to university. So, what, so let me ask you a question. Let me flip it on his head a bit because I bet you guys interview a lot of people and stuff like that. So let me ask you a question. What is your goal? What is both of your goals? What is your dream? What is your vision for this podcast? And even if there's not a massive vision for the podcast, what are your personal goals? What are you trying to do? I think that's a beautiful question. And basically, one of the one of the reasons why, why it's called the Freedom Pact is because we went through the education system. We we studied hard. We went to school. It was all pretty standard. We come out. We both come out with good degrees. And then we realized when we when we come out into the graduate world and we got jobs that what we had studied so hard and worked so hard for it was it was just like a massive disappointment we were both we'd both worked so hard for these jobs and then we got there and we were like do we even want to do this like do we even want do we actually want to live this life and so basically one day me and lewis we were sitting in tesco car park and we were just saying man life shouldn't be lived like this like we shouldn't just have to work you know 50 years and then die a miserable death we shouldn't we shouldn't like sacrifice our health and everything for a company that would replace us in a week if we died in an absolute second man so so we basically decided at that point to make a pact where we were gonna we were gonna take what what we knew and man we love motivation as well like what you do we think it's brilliant you know we've we've been we've been doing this since our gcses you know watching eric thomas and tony robbins We've been watching them all on YouTube, man. We know we know exactly what it's like. So then we thought, why don't we take what we've gone through and then hopefully, if we can just... Man, at the start, it was just... Let's hopefully we can inspire just one person to, to better themselves and maybe follow a different path. Then yeah. that's where this podcast has come from and, and it's growing every day. It's amazing because a lot of your story is... Obviously, it depends... Um whereabouts you guys feel like you are in the journey on, mm. on this journey essentially um but for me personally it's funny what you guys say because when you figure out that the company would replace you in a second it's so kind of frustrating but liberating at the same time yeah. so let me explain that i remember when i was just working at a university job it was nothing special i was just kind of um, the muscle guy who would carry stuff around it was nothing kind of uh, mentally challenging 
Um, but I felt I, like I was extremely valuable and I thought this place would really, really struggle without me. And I spoke to one of the managers who, who also was one of my good friends and I said, listen, I want to take the jump now to go fully self-employed, but I don't know about it because of money, this and that. Obviously, it's a big risk. And at the same time, I said, one of the main things was holding me back is I don't want to let everybody down here. And he said, to be honest, sorry, not to, like, sorry to blow your bubble, but with you or without you, this place would carry on ticking and yeah, you wow. can be replaced and for me I thought hmm. damn it's, yeah. a, it's about it's about time I become selfish yeah. and, and make a decision and then yeah at that point I only had like two grand of business guaranteed and then uh, all of a sudden yeah just once once you shut, uh, kind of throw yourself in the shark tank you learn to survive you know what I mean <laughs> bro that's beautiful and I think for us as well it was when we realised that you know in life you'll either live to accomplish your own dreams or you'll go on to build someone else's. So, so you know, so... But yeah, I want to ask you about what you just said, man. So, so right now, it seems like your life has just been just been experience and, and so much action. So knowing what you know now, if you could go back and, and speak to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell him? My 18-year-old self? Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? As cliche as it sounds, I feel like majority of people now who are in a position and they get asked a similar question, I just think I just carry on saying what I would normally say and trust the process. And I felt like I had to go through the process, that slow slog of progress to be where I am today because yeah. turning my language, turning my vocabulary, overcoming my fears, my insecurities, all of that takes a lot of time. People think it's an overnight thing, but it really isn't. So even now, like things are not easy. They're still, I'm, I'm hit with stuff all the time and setbacks mm. all the time. And I'm still a long way from where I want to be. But at the same time, I, you have to trust the process. I know doing, for example, let's say something like this podcast, you guys are not getting paid for this podcast. You guys are not paying me. Also the same as my podcast, but we do it because one, we love what we do. Two, we, we got kind of, we thrive for knowledge. But three, yeah. we also trust the process that this one podcast now might not benefit you right this second, but eventually in a couple of years' time, it might. Yeah. Or even the skills you pick up through running this podcast. You might go on radio one day and you'll be thankful for everything you do. You might go on TV one day and all your ability would have been created from just simply doing this podcast. So it's all experience. And if we trust the process like we should and what we do, then then it will come to or kind of fruitation essentially yeah man i mean trust in the process that's something we you know subscribe to religiously at the moment and like trust you process, yeah like you said with with um our dreams for this podcast i mean we've told a lot of people close friends of ours maybe family about our dreams you know one day maybe rival the likes of impact theory tim ferris for example and a lot of people have you know they've laughed because they don't know you know they know us personally they maybe don't have the same belief in us as we have in ourselves. And I noticed in your talk, you talked about a lot of people close to you who doubted you. And that's something that we're experiencing at the moment. So it'd be very beneficial to us if you could tell us how, how you dealt with that at the time. Because it can be disheartening. Don't, don't. Don't mistake it. I still get doubt from close people around me now, or people who are kind of joke about what I do because they don't simply understand. But now I kind of get paid for it. And it's my full time job, and and we're coming out of the the, the hardship of it. Um, 
it's 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 fine you know it's it's just part of the process and as i said trust the process people will laugh at you but trust the process people will kick you down and won't understand the motivational side of it but trust the process and i was very lucky because when i felt like i went through a lot of mental health at the time when i was kind of single um i was living in a freezing cold flat i was broke i honestly said that i think motivational speaking saved my life and it, it really did but then carry on from that when i also kind of found my partner um who obviously i'm married to now she was a full she didn't really understand necessarily the motivational side of things because it's new why would she um but at the same time she fully supported it and she said you know what if you believe in yourself then i believe in you and that kind of support from somebody has been crucial for Mm. my success so that's it's, it's not just saying, oh, it's get, get yourself in a relationship or anything like that. But when t- probably nearly every single person doubted me, it was kind of nice to have her on my side to support me and carry on pushing me and actually show me that I'm, I'm not going crazy. Um, but at the same time, when people you look up to and people you love laugh at your goals or dreams, it, it, it does really hurt. But you, once again, Lewis, you've got to just trust the process. Trust the process and um, have things... And, and just not quit, essentially, and then things will slowly start to work out. So for you guys running this podcast, you have to remember there's two of you. So as long as you two stick together, as long as you two continue to push with each other and hold each other accountable, then your podcast will take off. You can do what you want. To, you can achieve what you want. You just got to keep pushing forward because as cliche as it sounds, together we achieve more. Yeah. And we just got to cut out the negative people who, who don't support or rock with us and just laugh at and let's just say let's have the last laugh wow bro i can see why you're a motivational speaker because i'm i've got goosebumps <laughs> um one <laughs> i noticed that one of your slogans is that you dream big but you start small can you elaborate to some of our listeners what this means please dream big but start small um that is what makes a goal realistic or unrealistic everybody says they want to climb mount everest or or get a six-pack in the gym until they realize what work it takes to achieve it does that make sense yeah um but what makes you to achieve a goal is just breaking it down into small achievable steps so i set big yearly goals also five-year goals but i don't live there i live for now so i break that down into the 90 days then the monthly then the weekly then today so essentially what i have every single day is a to-do list it's not a goal it's not about the big picture i just make sure every single day i achieve the to-do list which i know if i carry on doing that over time that's going to lead to achieving the bigger goal i got so everything i do has a particular outcome to it i'm not just going through the world blind but if you've got a big goal big dream then that's absolutely fine dream big but start small and all those small bits and all those small steps will add up eventually to for you to achieve your goals and dreams and yeah do you know what it is the journey and when you get achieve your big dream trust me there'll be another big dream then what do we do we break it down again and we carry on moving forward i love that man that's perfectly into our next question i mean you say about you know your dream is always evolving because once you achieve something you're going to be looking for the next step so i mean personally for you as you hit your dreams along the way are they evolving and where is that big dream now what is the ultimate goal for you that's a great question firstly where are you guys based 
in South Wales. So are you guys working tomorrow? Yes. Yes. You're working tomorrow. I'm in Newport College tomorrow. I was going to say if you guys are available, come along and uh, check me out. Wow, well, bro. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll message you after this, and we can hopefully set something up in the for. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry yeah. guys, going off track a little bit. <laughs> it might be perfect just with what you guys are saying. Yeah. Um, it, it'd be good to finally meet you guys in person as well. Um, and you never know what might come from it. But yeah, as far as my big golden dream, you mentioned someone like Eric Thomas or someone like mm. that. I want to be. Um, not one of the number one speakers in the world and at the age of 26 i feel like i'm doing okay i'm doing quite well i still got a very very long way to go but these top speakers in the world are double double our age essentially they're coming up to 50 60 um so i feel like that goal will be more than possible and the reason why i do what i do because if if i can achieve what i achieve i, I don't see it as a, a an egotistical thing i see it for all of us because I hopefully go after my goals and dreams on a daily basis to inspire other people to do exactly the same, and, and that's really what it's all about. And what you just said, Billy, I think back to, I remember that we used to watch um, a lot of Eric Thomas videos when we were a lot younger, and really at the time, he only really had one big video, and we were watching his yeah. channels, and his videos were getting, you know, they were doing okay, they were getting about, you know, fifteen to 20,000, but he just kept on pushing and pushing and pushing. And then See, I, I was on to Eric Thomas when he yeah. was getting less than a thousand views. Wow. I even spoke to him a couple of times back then as well, which wow. is quite uh, unbelievable. So yeah, to yeah. see his, his progress. And as you said, he kept pushing and pushing yeah. and pushing. But then all of a sudden that one video came out and, and he, he blew up. Yeah. But then everybody was like, who's this guy? He's an overnight success. But he wasn't. Yeah. It takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And people don't realize that it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Wow, bro, that was powerful. I'm gonna go on a, on a diff on a slightly different tangent, but and I, I we've we've studied a lot of videos and so, we we're such a big fan of of the school ones and and your TEDx talk was brilliant. But we've noticed that right now they're uh, you know we speak to a lot of people and and it's like they've given up on their dreams before they've almost before they've almost even began. Like they have a dream, but they, they, you know, it's like they just suffer with like hopelessness or people are afraid to take, to take a leap, you know, so people out there that are battling, you know, anxiety, battling depression, feeling hopeless. What do you say to those people? What's your advice to them? It's funny when you said the word hopeless, that's, that really stood out to me. And yeah. do you know what? Sometimes when I do this every single day, you forget the impact that it has. And I remember I was up in Lincolnshire and I remember looking into some of the kids' eyes and you could actually see that they was hopeless. They had no no belief in themselves and it was very, very upsetting. Um, but that's, that's a great question. I don't feel like I have the complete answer when it comes to the, the mental health side of things. But you have to ask yourself, what would you do if you knew you could have fail what would you actually go and do but then also on top of that what would you do if you knew nobody was watching does that make sense because what people are do they're, they're too scared of getting um their insecurities on the line they're too afraid to be judged all these different things but if you knew somebody wasn't watching would you put everything you have into it and it comes back to what i said um literally i used to think as i said that not trying um didn't equal to failure but in, in, re in reality it does it doesn't protect you and you know deep down in 40 50 60 years from now when, once you look back on your life what what are you gonna see
going to have a life of regret. And I'm not saying you have to be crazy in your life and do loads of things you don't want to do, but you want to make sure if you've got that goal or dream which is right inside of your heart, that you need to go after it. If it doesn't happen, then at least you know, but you need to owe yourself that at least to go after it. And at the same time, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Or what would you do if nobody was watching? And the answer is you probably put in absolutely everything you've got or try your best. What you just said, Billy, that really resonated with me. And and I think that it's almost inevitable now. I mean, we've failed, you've 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 experienced failure as well. How do you view failure now? Do like because because for some people I've noticed that that something will happen, they'll fail a test, they'll fail an exam, and they just want to go and cry. They don't they don't want to go and take that test again. But it seemed like for you, you would fail and that would spur you on to go to the next level. You know, like that would be your, your step and so on. So right now, if you fail in your life, how do you approach that? Don't don't get me wrong. I don't just uh, experience failure and I'm happy about it. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's yeah, that's amazing. Oh, it's um, it, it's an opportunity to come back. I don't think like that straight away. To begin with, yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed. Yeah. Of course, I'm annoyed. I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm an emotional, um, and it might take me a little time to get over it. But at the same time, one thing what doesn't change is my routine and my habits. So at the same time, trust the process. I might be emotionally out of place because I've just experienced a massive failure. But at the same time, subconsciously, I'm still working towards the next goal, the next step, or the next dream. Does that make sense? Because I've got the habits and stuff like that in place, and that's my routine. I don't just think, oh, I've experienced a failure, I'm going to lie in bed all day. I can't do that. I can't do that. Because if I do, then everything else would fail. So I still continue to move forward. Mentally, I might be struggling for a little bit. But then all of a sudden, you'll start experiencing more smaller wins. And then once again, that will add up. And it will add up and it will add up into something you actually care about. Yeah, man. And I think especially when met with failure, uh, for us anyway, it's always important to, I mean, there's a line obviously from Eric Thomas. He always used to say, what is your why? Remember your why. Remember why you started. And, you know, that made me think when I was watching your, your TED talk, you, you, I think you ended with talking about having a purpose. And I was just wondering, why is having a purpose so important to all of us? And ultimately, what is your purpose? Do you know what? You could say, what, what should your purpose be? And you could come with the most cliche answer ever. And you just need to try and understand what you want. Do you want to be rich? Do you want to live a life of fulfillment? Do you want to support your family? Do you want a job where you actually care about people or teach people or educate people? Do you want to do a sports job? Every Everybody's purpose is completely different and there's no really wrong or right answer. But once you've got that focus in front of you, once you have that purpose, that goal, that dream, then it makes everything so much easier. So what I use when I go into the schools, right, or whether you're in a job, if you've got the big goal, like what does a car mechanic, answer this question, what does a car mechanic need? to fix a car apart from his hands <laughs> tools tools perfect so the same way a car mechanic uses tools to get the job done we need to use whatever we're doing as a tool to get us to where we want to get to so if you're stuck in that job if you're stuck in school you're in something you hate try and find the positives in that and use that as a tool to get you to where you want to get to but yes why it's important to have a purpose is because then we can understand that what we're doing right now may actually build our character and support us in the long run to achieve that purpose 
if you're unsure what that is my advice would be go out there and experience as many things you did as you possibly can write down things you want to do maybe sports classes you want to go to maybe try and play in a band whatever you have in your head go after that it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to your purpose needs to be your full-time job it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't want it to be but at the same time we all need something we love and we and we and we think about and if you're a parent and you're listening to this it doesn't mean that you're selfish if you also want to go and pursue something like that because you also need to find time for yourself because once you do that time will support you in even becoming a better parent well i thought that was a beautiful answer man tonight i think that you know i was after i watched your ted talk i was you know i i really had high expectations but i think you've just you've just you've just exceeded. yeah completely exceeded them i want to know I thought it was. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. I started a little bit slow. I started a little bit slow. But, yeah. Um, I got back into my rhythm after, and even like that TED TEDx event, right? Because everything I release, um, I'm in control of. But with that TED talk, I wasn't. Um, so I had that added pressure, and I practiced obviously a lot for it. And you can actually see that was what last December. You can actually hear me breathing a little bit until I start to get into my into my rhythm and, and get really focused. So the first thirty seconds, majority of people won't notice, but I wasn't in my complete state of mind um, or wasn't as comfortable as I would normally feel um, and that's because I was there thinking people's watching this I'm not in control of it all those factors played in but because through my experience through the practice the preparation I was easily to overcome that and uh, get back into the, my normal rhythm if that makes sense and finish strong yeah of course and I was just thinking back to uh, to you know when Eric Thomas had that big breakthrough and and speaking to you tonight you know man you definitely have the insight and the and the passion to to really you know make a big dent on our industry do you feel like that's 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 what's next that huge breakthrough because I know it's your social medias are doing they do it they're doing uh they're doing well so I just I just wonder you know like what your what your goals are for the for the next um, coming period to be honest guys the, the next it's just carry on doing what I'm doing yeah Consist, consistency wins every single time people overlook consistency but the reality is you don't even have to be the best speaker in the world but if you're consistent you'll win I don't even think Eric Thomas is the best speaker in the world but he's consistent so he's won I don't think Tony Robbins is necessarily the best speaker in the world but he was consistent and he won that's the thing you don't it's like how many footballers or rugby players did we have in school who was full of talent but because they didn't pursue it or wasn't consistent enough they didn't become nothing and that person you didn't really expect to become professional they were the ones who become professional because they were focused and they were consistent so consistency wins every single time and if you're there holding on to something or don't want to release a video because it's not perfect listen to me now we just need to release it release it every single time because through doing it through practicing through continuing to do it you'll look back on that video in five years and probably laugh but we won't improve until we start releasing this content now and you're not good if you just hold on to the content or hold on to this stuff because it's, it's not going to benefit you and it's not going to improve you so consistency 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 even if you think you're not reaching perfection in whatever you're really trying to do or trying to achieve just keep it going keep it going even though it'll be a roller coaster eventually it will result in a win yeah uh, bro i thought that was great advice and uh 
you know, just, I'm just already thinking about, you know, like what, what you were just saying there, straight away, I'm just thinking about taking next steps. We're thinking about, you know, about, about the website design, about how we can, how we can improve this. And I think, bro, you, you've done, you've done an incredible so job if tonight. I'm being, if I'm being honest, I haven't checked out your website. Um, do you guys also have videos? So do you have a website up now? No, it's in design. It's in design at the minute, man. Okay, so you don't have a website up. Do you have videos? Yes, on YouTube. Okay, so I'll check out your videos. So let's put in another another date in the diary for another podcast. And by the time, say, in two weeks, three weeks from now, you guys have to commit to having your website up. Oh, we love oh. that. Yeah, bro, we can definitely do that. Oh, we love that. We, can we love that type that. of accountability. Yeah. We really appreciate don't that. Just, don't just tell me that it's in design. I want to see yeah. something. Everything's yeah. in design. Get it up. I don't care, <laughs> I don't care if it's rubbish. Get it up. <laughs> oh, we appreciate that so yeah. much, man. We don't want to. We don't want to keep you too long because it's getting obviously it's late. And uh, but we I just want to sit. I got thirty-three minutes on my live on Facebook, so yeah, it's a it's, it's a good. Uh, Cool so far. Yeah, we were just wondering for for all of our followers out there now who want to connect with you, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on literally every single social there is: um, Instagram, Cam Parker HUD, um, Snapchat, Cam Parker HUD, Twitter, Cam Parker HUD, um, Facebook, slightly different. Just type in Cameron Parker Elite Motivator, and also type that into YouTube. I've got lots of videos, a lot of daily content, things that can help you and support you guys on a daily, on a daily basis, essentially. My last question, which we want to ask is what does freedom mean to you freedom means to me that's a fantastic question freedom basically means doing whatever i want when i want um you can say that i'm fully self-employed i don't have a boss but i guess my customers and the people who follow me on a daily basis are kind of my boss so i want to serve them on a daily basis but at the same time if i want to take my little girl to school i can if i want to take a week off i can i've got the the money and the capacity to literally go anywhere around the world to do what i want and spread as much happiness and give as much as i possibly can that's what freedom means to me with no limitations whatsoever that was so beautiful, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're I gonna. I reckon I could get a job. I reckon I could get a job with you guys. What do you reckon? <laughs> Bro, we would we would love it. <laughs> we would love it. That's it's been an absolute pleasure, and we will leave uh, your social medias in our description. We'll promote this on Instagram, and uh, bro, we we're just amped up, and we we can't we can't wait to go away. And it looks like we've made a friend for life. So <laughs> so we're both buzzing. Well, 100%. Sorry it's taken so long to make this happen. But yeah, connect with me on Instagram. Connect with me on all social medias. Add me. And um, then we can just communicate on there, not necessarily just on LinkedIn. We don't have to stay formal, guys. We're friends now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, man. And like you said, we uh, we will pencil another date in the diary. And you're keeping us accountable. By the next time we talk on air, we'll have that website up, we promise you. Listen, what's the date today? It's the 12th of September today. Yeah. Listen, I want to message you guys on the 26th of September, <laughs> and uh, I want to see your website up. Wow, man, that's that's the real motivator. Honestly, we we love uh, accountability, so that that's great for us. Right, so I got a big black pen. If you go onto Facebook Live now, you'll see I got a big black pen, and I've also got my own personal diary here. What did I say? 26th of September, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm literally putting it in now. If I don't see a website. <laughs> we are officially not friends. <laughs> Alright, we'll take you up on that. <laughs>
and, I, and I'm going to do everything I can to uh, damper your brand. I'm joking. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Website Freedom Pact. Get it done. Bro, I think this has been one of the best goals of my entire life. So we can't thank you enough. And uh, you go to Facebook now. It uh, 36 minutes. I've got it on there. 26. You have to watch my terrible handwriting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I got that in. I want to see a website by the 26th of September. Let's not talk about it. Let's just get it done. And that's what it's all about. Well, that was beautiful. We can't thank you enough, man. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you again. We'll leave all your details in the show below. That's going to wrap up this episode. Cameron Parker, we thank you so much. Brilliant. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.